I live my life in ever-widening circles. Circles that move out over the things of the world. I may not ever complete the last one, but I will give myself to it. I'm circling around God, around this ancient tower. And it feels like I have been circling for a thousand years. A thousand years, and I still don't know. Am I just a falcon? Am I a storm? Or a great song. I live my, my life in ever widening circles. Always growing, expanding, moving out. I live my life in ever widening circles that move out over the things of the world. I'm growing. Now I may not ever complete this last Chapter, growth, circle. But I will try. I give myself to it. I'm circling around God and I have been. Around that ancient landmark, that ancient tower. I have been circling for what feels like a thousand years. Around and around. A thousand years and I still don't know. Am I a falcon? Am I a storm? Or a great song? For the last few weeks we have been using poetry as a lens to talk about our faith. That is what we believe about God and what it means for us to believe about God and our spirituality. And I often think that whereas many of us were raised to believe you have like a spiritual life, little practices you go do and you do some spirituality, I tend to believe that we are a spiritual life, that we ourselves are spiritual beings and Often in this life where we are spiritual, we can become so busy, so focused, that things start to mesh and ram into each other. When we were using poetry the last few weeks, we we used it as a lens to talk about some of the deepest longings and desires that all of us have. The Bible is filled with stories like this. People who had to take huge steps out from everything that they knew because they believe that God is still speaking, living and active. Poetry like that is always encouraging. You know what I mean? Oh, it really names and speaks to the sort of courage and ferocity with which we want to think about our own lives. But seeing as this is church, I'm wondering how poetry can help us talk to God. 
You know, the Bible begins and ends with poetry. Poetry is perhaps the most often used device for ways that we can talk to God. I've said this before. I think all religious language is a metaphor by which I mean that we don't presume to know exactly what we are saying, exactly how it is, or exactly how God is. And often the best we can land on is a metaphor. You're like this. Even in something like a bread and a cup of wine. I think about the Psalms, which are so filled with petitions to God, requests to God, complaints against God, all through this language of poetry. I think one of the most frustrating parts of my upbringing was having this sort of neat, sugar-coated, Sunday school-like life where I thought that everything would be clean and smooth. That is not the life that I have experienced with God. It has been one that has been frustrating, where I've questioned God, where I'm confused why some things still happen. And often, if I try to sit down and make sense of all of that, or accurately write a sermon that deconstructs it all, I I can't get anywhere. But if I can find a poem that speaks to both the beauty and the terror that so often makes up our lives, that does usually draw me into a closer union with God and with others. Sometimes poems are the few times when I feel like I'm praying again. After so many years of mouthing the prayers, sometimes a good poem brings me to life in a way that I feel this unity between what's going on inside of me and what I want to express. I love that poem that we opened with. I live my life in ever-widening circles, always moving out. I'm circling around God. And it feels like it's been for a thousand years. Still sometimes coming close and at other times being far away. And truth be told, I don't know if I'm just the sort of creature that is always flying around. Like a falcon. This is what I do. I'm flighty. Am I a storm? Am I just causing chaos and havoc around God? Am I just a rustling wind, always tossing things around? Or am I a part of a great song in which there are movements, in which there's a clash of noise, in which there are some rests and breaks? Our poet this morning is uh, my, I think I've said this every week, my favorite poet, um, <clears throat> Rainer Maria Rilke. Um, 
born in the late 1800, mid-1800s, died in 1925. It makes this the oldest poet we've worked with. A bohemian-Austrian poet, you know, to, to die in 1925 truly is meaning that, like, his work is, you know, almost a century old. Originally written in German and, and, and often kind of heralded as some of the finest German writing. Um, Rilke, R-I-L-K-E, bridges this amazing gap between being human and wanting to talk about the human experience and things that we all feel, but also believing that we are created with the divine in us and that we don't just have spiritual lives, but that we are a spiritual life and that there's a need inside all of us to engage with God. Many of Rilke's poems are about precisely that. The relationship that we have with God. And I don't know how you feel about your relationship with God. But often for me it is frustrating. Stale. And I struggle to find the right words. And poems. Poems do help me pray again. I am too alone in the world, yet not alone enough. Go figure. I'm too alone in the world, yet not alone enough to make each hour holy. I'm too small in the world, yet not small enough to simply be in your presence. Like a thing just as it is. I want to know my own will and to move with it. And I want in all of the hushed moments when the nameless draws near to be among the wise ones or to be alone. I want to mirror your immensity. I want to never be too weak or too old to bear the heavy, lurching image of you. I want to unfold. Let no place in me hold itself closed off. For where I am closed, I am false. I want to stay clear in your sight. I want to describe myself like a landscape I've studied at length, in detail. Like a word I'm coming to understand. Like a pitcher I pour from at mealtime. Like my mother's face. Like a ship that carried me when the waters raged. I often think it, that if Rilke had lived 2,300 years ago, his writings would have been in the book of Psalms. I love that poem. For the way that it moves back and forth between that deep desire for yourself. I want, I want to know myself. <laughs> I want to be able to describe myself like a landscape 
that I've studied at great detail. I want to know every bend and every tree, every nook. I want to describe myself like I know my mom's face. And I love the longing that it has to truly know God. And also how frustrating that is to not be able to do it. I want to mirror your immensity. How overwhelming does that sound? I want to never be too weak or too old to bear that heavy, lurching image of you. I am too alone in the world, yet not alone enough to make each hour holy. I am too alone in the world, yet not alone enough to make each hour holy. I'm too small in the world, yet not small enough to be simply in your presence, like a thing just as it is. I want to know my own will and to move with it. And I want in all the hushed moments when the nameless draws near to be among the wise ones or to be alone. I want to mirror your immensity. I want never to be too weak or too old to bear the heavy lurching image of you I, I want to unfold I want to unfold let no place in me hold itself closed any longer for where I am closed I am false I want to stay clear clear in your sight I want to describe myself like a landscape I've studied at length in detail, like a word I'm coming to understand, like a pitcher I pour from at mealtime, like a ship that carried me when the waters raged. One of the great things that I believe the book of Psalms offers to us is the practice of lament. You've heard it this morning when I invited you to pray. Most of them were prayers of lament. We name, we know of this hurt, this frustration, this ongoing reality that is abrasive to us. And yet a majority of what the church offers up to its people, songs of praise. We need to know how to do both. One thing that poems, modern day poems, ancient poems often offer us is the ability to lament. Hear these uh, words from, from Job. This is... Job chapter 10. 
God, I loathe my life. I'm always saying to God, don't condemn me. Does it seem good to you to oppress me? Your hands fashioned and made me, and now you destroy me. Bold as a lion, you hunt me. Why did you bring me forth from the womb? Listen, I don't know what your relationship with God is like. All of ours are different. But in my life, and I'm guessing in yours, there have been moments of deep pain and frustration. And either we learn how to name that. And I would say pray that. Or we run the risk of it being buried further and further down. And when I believe that God has called us to be fully human, I think that also means learning how to pray our pains. I'd wrestled with sharing this this poem from Rilke because it's a it's a hard one. You're thinking, people. This is called I Am Praying Again, O Awesome One. I am praying again, O Awesome One. Is that sarcasm? I am praying again, Awesome One. You hear me again. As words from the depths of me rush toward you in the wind. I've been scattered in pieces, torn by conflict, mocked by laughter, washed down in drink. Do you hear the psalm? In alleyways, I sweep myself up out of garbage and broken glass. With my half mouth, I stammer you. You who are eternal in your perfectness, your symmetry. I lift you my half hands, half committed. In my wordless beseeching, hoping that I may find again the eyes with which I once beheld you. But right now, I'm like a house gutted by a fire. Where only the guilty sometimes sleep before the punishment that eventually devours them. Hounds that hunt them out into the open. I'm a city by the sea sinking into a toxic tide. I am strange to even myself. As though someone unknown had poisoned my mother as she carried me. Who is this? But it's all here. It's here in all the pieces of my shame that now I find myself again. 
I yearn to belong to something, to be contained in an all-embracing mind that sees me as a single thing. I yearn to be held in the great hands of your heart. Oh, let those hands take a hold of me. Into them, I place all of these fragments of my life. And you, God, spend them how you wish. That poem always invites me to such, a really, such an honest place. Because as I, as I read it and as I hear it, I think, what a dark poem. I think this is absurd. Until I get to that end, and the person offers up all of the fragments of their life, everything that doesn't seem to fit into the grand story we wish we were telling, things that hurt and still linger, Things that were hopes that just went unfulfilled. All of those times when you responded in a way that surprised even you. And you were angrier than you thought you could be. More depressed and broken than you thought you could be. More distant from even yourself. And I get to the end and the poem leads me into a prayer into a psalm, into a petition. God, here are the pieces of my life. Take them. Use them. I'd like to offer uh, one more prayer. Oops. One more poem. Uh, yeah. I'll read this twice. God speaks to each of us as we are made. Then walks with us silently out of the night. God speaks to each of us as we are made and then walks with us silently out of the night. These are the words we dimly hear. You, sent out beyond your recall, go to the limits of your longing. Embody me. Flare up like flame and make big shadows I can move in. Let everything happen. To you, beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. Don't let yourself lose me. Nearby is the country they call life, and you will know it by its seriousness. Give me your hand.
God speaks to each of us as we are made. Then walks with us silently out into the night, into that darkness, everything that we don't know. God speaks to each of us as we are made and then walks with us silently out into the night. These are the words. These are the words we dimly hear. Even now. You, sent out beyond your recall, beyond what is familiar, beyond what you know, go to the limits of your longing. Flare up like a flame. Make big shadows that God can work in. Embody me, God. Let everything happen to you. Both beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. Don't let yourself lose me. Nearby is the country that they call life. You will know it by all of its seriousness. Give God your hand. 